Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, and I am joined once again on the podcast by best friend of the show, Derek from college. What's up, Derek? Hey, man. How are you? I am swell. How are you doing? What, what, what's your temperament like today? Oh, my temperament. Let's see. Um, you had acupuncture this morning, right? I had it yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. So, Slowly you know, learning your, your daily schedule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to better hunt me. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the most dangerous game. <laughs> the whole point of learning. Yeah. <laughs> it's either that or you're learning my routine so that you can basically just seamlessly slip into my life as me. Yeah. I'm Derek now. <laughs> like that uh, James Woods episode of uh, Family yes, Guy. Family Guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? I've always been Peter. Um, yeah, exactly. Why? Why does my ID say Peter Griffin? <laughs> you know, he has a point. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Yeah, everything's mm-hmm. been been all right. Life has been kind of mellow lately, so not uh, not too shabby. Just kind of waiting to uh, waiting to go to Hawaii. So, nice. When are you going to Hawaii? Yeah. Uh, Mid-May. Mid-May. So, nice. Yeah, over my time birthday. Yeah. Nice. So we'll be... Yeah, so we're going to go do that, and we're going for six days, and we're already planning mm. out a bunch of stuff we're going to do, where we're going to go, things we're going to see. Um, our hotel room's pretty pretty killer. Uh, we got a really good spot, and I also found out, as long as we're going to be talking about movie and TV news today, uh, I found out that it is the original hotel that's in the OG opening for Hawaii Five O with Jack Lord, and when the helicopter shot goes from the wide part of the hotel and zooms in where he's standing on the roof, that's our hotel. Nice. So I was v- I was very much just like, okay, so I'm just going to annoy all the staff by running around and screaming, "Book 'em, Dano!" And um, yeah. <laughs> now Hawaii Five O that was that also Tom Selleck? No, no, Jack Lord. Okay, what uh, what show was Tom Selleck on that I'm thinking of? Uh, Magnum PI. Ah, that's right, <laughs> dude. Are you for real right now? Sorry, <laughs> you should be. Thank I gotta, you for I gotta re up on my, I gotta re up on my refresh on my 80s TV. 70s, but okay, is it actually, 70s? You know oh, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna look it up before I'm wrong and people <laughs> scream at me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, while I'm looking this up, how are you? What's new with you? I, I'm I'm okay. I'm well. Uh, things are things are good. Uh, so uh, uh, the I DJed a, virtually. I DJed a conference uh, for the Target Corporation, which Whoa. is yeah. I've officially sold my soul. Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Make that money, man. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> No, I, yeah, I, I uh, last month I uh, t- somebody from a production company reached out and asked me to be the virtual DJ for ta- Target's Icon event, which is like their big, like all all hands on deck employee shareholder conference. Get oh. excited about what Target's doing next okay. year conference. And normally it's a big, huge deal, and they do it in Minneapolis where the headquarters is and all of that. But um, uh, obviously it happened during COVID this year, so it was all virtual and online. And so they had me um, film my DJ segments from my studio here in uh, North Hollywood, and I sent them the I'm footage. Sorry, you from film your segments from Hollywood, California? <laughs> yeah, from Tinseltown. <laughs> all the way from Hollywood, California. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's so funny, like... <laughs> Hollywood, it, it, 
Hollywood is like just a gross strip of tourist attractions. Like it's not <laughs> it even so it's not even where a lot of film and TV is made anymore. You know, it's not even where any of it's made anymore. <laughs> I think the only show, the only like the only thing that really happens on Hollywood Boulevard is um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. His his studio is like right there across there's that, from. Uh, and there's also the uh, Sunset Studios. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was old school, like yeah. old school Tinseltown, like black and white major powerhouse. But it's it's still belts there. all the way up under your under your nipples. Yeah, uh, I'm Hollywood. Out of shape, but I'm also buff, old look man, old man yeah. look. Yeah. Dude, I was watching a movie last night at work on because uh, I put on TCM every once in a while just to see what what they've got what they've got going on. And there's mm-hmm. this movie called uh, King Solomon's Mines. Mm. Which sounds very problematic. Oh, so okay. (laughs) Couple of things. I didn't pay a lot of attention to it, but the way that the African people were portrayed in that—I'm sure it was phenomenal. Oh, just all of the dignity. Yeah, walking tall. I felt good about society after it. Um, Yeah, it's great. No, it's a great story. But yeah. it has, but the lead, the guy that plays the lead is very. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, Magnum PI, you were correct. It came out in 1980. Okay. So, um, yes. There we go. Yes. Um, yeah. So it was, uh, what was the one? Was it 1950 or 1937? Anyway, one of those. Mm-hmm. It's been made a couple of times. Um, okay. But. It very much is from the one that they were playing last night. It was very much from that era of uh, I'm I'm a strong white man, really. Then why is why do you have a gut? Why well, cover that up with my belt? It's right below my nipples. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, okay. The word fisticuffs is said a lot. Yeah. Yelp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's that get fast talking high trousers. <laughs> yeah, it, so what is the movie King Solomon's Minds about? So it is this brother and sister duo. Okay. <laughs> get ready because there's a lot of parallels for one of our favorite movies. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna go off of the uh, the 1985 uh, synopsis with Richard Chamberlain, which I have seen, and okay. that one, while being better with its portrayal of African people, <laughs> is still not great. Still not great. <laughs> <laughs> still not like great, but like better. We're making progress slowly. Yeah. Which is not good. It should be quickly, but we're still making progress, I guess. Yeah. Um, but this is actually, it's funny that we're talking about this because this is a movie I've actually, back in film school, when people be like, what's a movie you want to make? I'm like, I want to remake this one. Mm-hmm. And I want to do it like The Mummy. And I want to, because it's that 19, like early 1900s, like, mm-hmm. uh, or late 1800s, like um, Explorer. Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Fortune Hunter Alan Quartermain teams up with a resourceful. Oh, they ditched the brother in this one. I forgot. Uh, sometimes she has a brother. Sometimes she don't. Doesn't. In the '80s, apparently, it was fine to have a woman just go off into Africa by herself. But in the version <laughs> I was watching last night, she had to have a brother, um, an escort. <laughs> well, so he could explain things to her about how life works. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> it's very much the vibe of that. Main Alan Quartermain is very in that in the version I watched last night. It's very much like a you silly woman. <laughs> <laughs> so Alan Quartermain, that like from uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's exactly where they got him from. Um, so they got, got him from these stories. So basically, um, so it's early 1900s. 
Uh, they're going to find a missing father who's been hunting for the um, in Africa for the lost mines of King Solomon, and so all the gold that's in there. And action mm-hmm. ensues, and it's of a course. good like party time. But you know, it's one of those I've wanted to make it. I read the book when I was a kid, and then I saw the the. Richard Chamberlain 85 version again mm-hmm. later when I was in middle school. And uh, it's one of those that stories that I was like, that would just be a wildly hilarious and fun movie if you know how to do it right. Mm-hmm. Hence the reason why my inspiration would be the first Mummy movie. Just yeah. something little tongue in cheek, classic action movie. Um, you know, yeah. Anyway, um, I forgot how we got on this. We were but, talking uh, about Hawaii and then Yes. Yeah. Jack Lord, Vagan PI. Okay, we're back. Mm-hmm. I got it. I sorry, I lost I lost <laughs> through our conversation maze and was like, I don't know where I am anymore, but we're just gonna keep going. Yeah. I actually I I actually am going back to Hawaii uh for the second time in October. So we will Ooh. have missed each other by several months, but several that's fine. <laughs> we live how far away from each other, but we have to like. <laughs> yeah, let's meet in Hawaii. No, let's meet uh... in Hawaii. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That would be kind of fun. I do Weekly think it regular is coming at you live from Hawaii. <laughs> that would be very cool. Um, I I do think it's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> and cool. Would that subject. be when we have our own celebrity cruise? Yes, the weekly you, regular me, cruise. And a bunch of the other like weekly regular like co hosts just have our own cruise. That would some be broke nuts. down tugboat in the harbor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's some lunchables in the cooler. Uh, Don't be mad. It's the best we could. It's the best we could do. Yeah. One-eyed uh, captain who's just like muttering stuff under his breath that's vaguely racist and like also makes you think he's just gonna leave you in the ocean. Yeah. Is this a crab fishing <laughs> boat? Uh, it's like the boat from uh, The Perfect Storm from, Oh, I was going to say Either the boat from Perfect Storm or Jaws Yeah, or Jaws, yeah Quinn's our captain Big Jaws <laughs> Bocot, oh, it's bigger Jaws Yeah Oh, um, I'm sorry Anyway, so you're going to Hawaii in October I am, I'm going to Hawaii in October uh, I'm very excited to go back um, My girlfriend's parents have a timeshare there So when we go, it's always to the same island and we stay in the same place, which is cool. I mean, it's no statement about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, her parents are very successful. Uh, uh, Hopefully I am one day, but, um, uh, so we, it's cool because like, we're going to go back to the same place and see a lot of the Mm -hmm. same stuff, which is cool. Um, we're going to the Island of Kauai, um, which is a little bit, you're going to Maui, right? We're going to Oahu. Oahu. Okay. So yes, Oahu, sir. Oahu is man. That's nice. Oahu's like the, from Big what I understand, team. it's like the. Well, it's more so like the. Um, it's not really the touristy one. It's more of the like. Um, Look, I think I may, and I'm just going to be completely honest. If we have any listeners in Hawaii, I am so sorry, but I have to look up Hawaiian geography right now. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. <laughs> unfortunately, I just never learned about your state it was like it's there in the ocean it was like cool yeah. all right go back out and play in recess I'm like okay there i know there's like the island of there's like oahu Kauai. then there's the big island um and i think the big island is the one that's more touristy whereas oahu Got there's it. a lot of like locals like it's more like um you know it's like the city of la <laughs> uh so it, it is it can On be touristy island. but like a lot of people live there also but like the big yeah. island has more of like the touristy attractions and stuff Maybe. like that, you know. Okay. 
I am so sorry, everybody that's from Hawaii. I think I feel uh, like absolute <laughs> garbage right now. I am not a Hawaiian I expert. I was not prepared to feel like a giant dick today. Um, yeah. Whatever the main, I'm so, you know what? I'm just going to call it quits. I think it's a while. Whatever the main, like, um, whatever the main, oh, I think it's, I think here we go. Whatever the main island is that has the main airport that everybody flies into, which is not oh, Kauai. I think that's Honolulu, right? Honolulu. Okay. And yeah, I, think then that's it's Honolulu. The big, I think that's the big island, like the main one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Then we're going to Honolulu. I'm yeah, that so is sorry, the touristy everyone. runs. That is the touristy one. Yeah. So you're going to, yeah, you'll yeah. have a good time. Um, yeah, we cool. will. Our, yeah. Uh, our uh, hotel's across the street from the uh, from the zoo, so we're definitely going there. Oh, sick. Th- yeah, the thing that's fun with us is we're not like – I mean, we are, but like we live in San Diego. So yeah. we're not like big like – and I know it's different, but it's we're not big like let's go lay out on the beach for a week kind of people. So yeah. <laughs> we're, we're like – we're like, we'll do it for a couple of days, obviously, because it's Hawaii. Like, you have mm-hmm. to. But we're, we're excited to go to the zoo. We're going to go just kind of go on some crazy fun hikes and just kind of do mm-hmm. whatever. One of the days, it's, I mean, it takes four hours to drive completely around the island, so we're just going to do that. Mm-hmm. Stop off at some fun food spots. And, you know, I've already started prepping by looking up a bunch of di- trip diners, drive-ins, and dives episodes for places <laughs> that we want to yep. go because that's how I do food when I'm yep. in places. You like, know, where did uh, Guy Fieri go and what is he like? <laughs> You know, Instagram has really revolutionized like travel food because oh, there are yeah. whole I mean there's there's millions of Instagram pages that are just dedicated to like <laughs> niche yeah. food uh find food finds and stuff like that. Yeah, I should so, start looking for those. Yeah, for you should sure. just start following like like the hashtag like Honolulu food or like that yeah. type of stuff. It's a great and then idea. Just, and then just go to all those places. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're looking at breweries and distilleries mm-hmm. and like we found a speakeasy we're going to go to the first night we're there. Nice. Which is awesome. So it's going to be a good time. We're really excited to finally go and just kind of vacay. Too. Dude, I'm excited to go to Hawaii as well. Um, I've never been. Yeah, dude, that is, is really fun. So it's like we're kind of just like the minute we land, we're going to be like, what is this wonderful place with all these new people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the island of Kauai, if you ever get a chance to go there in the future, I would suggest doing it. It, it is – it's cool. Uh, it's cool because it's more of a um, it's more of a rural uh, island. Um, so the it, it, yeah, <laughs> it's more rural, and it feels it feels like they've intentionally tried to preserve a lot of the the old way of the island, like the way that cool. it feels, and it's really cool. Like a lot of movies are shot there because there's, there's this big ranch yeah. uh, there where like all of the like Jurassic Park was shot and. Uh, uh, like every movie starring Dwayne Johnson has been shot there. <laughs> Absolutely. So here's like the thing. Ready? Skull so you're Island. supposed to Skull go for Skull. AJ's dad's 60th uh-huh. and it was going to be on Kauai. Mm-hmm. And when we were planning it out, I had – I hit you up for the, the tour of that ranch. And oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was all looking at like – I was like, oh, we're going to get discount codes. We're going to take the whole family. We're going to go ride around. I'm going to drive one of the Jeeps. It's going to be awesome. We're going to mm-hmm. go run around. I'm just going to be like, that was in Jurassic Park and that was in Lost and eh, <laughs> yeah. that part was in Lost. And then that part was in season six of Lost, which we don't talk about. Um, <laughs> but I was fully ready to go. And then just with the COVID thing, it just ended mm-hmm. up not being able to work out. So yeah, I am specifically – going to go back to Hawaii at some point after this trip to go on that tour because yeah you I should it's like fun. I have to yeah it's it's crazy like because they teach you a lot about the Hawaiian the history of the Hawaiian Islands on that tour and oh, it was cool. like they should really do like I think they should do like a Netflix series or like 
maybe a mini series or maybe even a movie just about some of the like the history of the island and like the the yeah. the, the the royalty and stuff like that because like I think Hawa- the Hawaiian islands Hawaiian islands were like a monarchy until like very late like the early 1900s um so it would would make sense it would be interesting to see uh like a like the story of you know the the hawaiian peoples and stuff like that like brought to life i think that'd be really cool because there's some some really interesting stories there but yeah and i was thinking about i was realizing it the other day while i was sitting around kind of looking up stuff i'm like i know almost nothing about hawaiian history yeah and the fact that i that i don't made me kind of not afraid, but I was a little like concerned. I'm like, why don't we know about this? If they're a major state, yeah, I know it's crazy. We don't like we never talk about it, but like it, I it's, found it's out pretty recently. Nuts. Did you know? Did you know they weren't even a state until after World War II? Let me oh, yeah. fact check that real quick. No, but, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they were just a territory for a long time. I mean, but um, then again, we also have Puerto Rico right now where I'm like, they should right. also probably be a state. So yeah. like, like if, if they're being governed by our laws, they should be able to vote. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's imperialism as its finest. That's a whole other podcast episode. Between yeah, the two exactly. Of us. We're like, let's talk about colonialism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, well, that's cool. Vacations are cool. Uh, yeah, let's- 1959 is when they became a state, so, which I'm yeah. still like, what? Yeah. Um, yes, it's yeah. Hawaii. Hawaii is a nuts place. Also, I'm excited to go. Yeah. Yes. Very excited. Um, let's let's get into uh, some topics for today, because I'm sure there's a plethora. Oh, um, oh, boy, is there uh, real quick? Yeah, because we are interrupting our series on Falcon Winter Soldier to this episode. What do you think about Falcon the Winter Soldier? We'll just real quick highlight. Oh yeah, um, some stuff. Yeah, we'll record another episode at some point. Uh, actually, reviewing. Uh, yeah, we'll do a major. I just wanted to touch in and see. Yeah, kinda. no. Uh, I am. I'm. I'm excited for. After this last episode, I'm excited to see. <coughs> to see. I mean, I kind of knew that this is where the series was going, um, mm-hmm. but that's not a bad thing. Um, I'm excited no, to no. see. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see how it plays out for sure. Yeah, I am the same way. I was thinking about it today, and I was like, I don't really feel the need to do like a weekly breakdown episode or like conjecture mm-hmm. episode, you know, about it because mm-hmm. it is more straightforward. Which, to be honest, I'm very grateful for, um, especially after the you know um, the whole uh, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Like, what is happening? It's like it's nice to not have a ton of guesses on something that I can go. Okay, so those so that that episode leaves me with two things to go into and research about as opposed to 18 different possibilities. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, I think it's fun. I think it's straightforward. Um, I am really on the IRL side, really tired of the hate that uh, John Walker's getting because he's not exactly Steve Rogers. And I'm like, that's, that's the whole point people. <laughs> yeah. Like after yeah. the most recent episode, in which mm-hmm. we'll, spoilers real quick if you haven't seen it. Yeah. When he beats the dude to death with his shield, mm-hmm. which I saw coming before the show even came out. I was in my head. I'm like, what if John Walker's going to beat somebody to death with the shield and that'll make him unworthy? And then they did it. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Called it. Um, but when that happened, all these like all my, my all these articles on my phone started popping up. And it's like the ending of episode four. Explain. I'm like, what do you need to explain? He embodies yeah. white colonial racism mm-hmm. 
and like and the American the strong arm American government has towards other countries like mm-hmm. he's literally every it's a, he is the embodiment mm-hmm. of what's wrong in America right now and he murdered a man with a symbol that's supposed to be like what America's supposed to be yeah. turning it like thus tarnishing him like there's nothing to explain like it's just it's, all these people are putting all their spins on it and I'm just like you don't know you're just grasping <laughs> at straws right yeah. now um I, I so. Yes, I, I I agree 100%. I, Which we I can go into depth on our Falcon Winter Soldier episode later, but yeah. I just wanted to... Yeah. Uh, I, I Yes, for sure. I agree, and I think that, like, there. I don't know if it's by accident or happy coincidence or if they really are mad scientists over there at, uh, at Disney, but I really think the commentary that they potentially could be making on purpose, I don't know that they are, but right. there's a commentary being made also about the role of, you know, ob- obviously they're making a comment about the role of superheroes and Avengers in this universe. That, that's mm-hmm. like, that's obviously what they're doing because that's the whole reason Baron Zemo exists. He doesn't think that anyone should be super powered because like, right. obviously uh, power left unchecked becomes, you know, Terrible and oh, does used it become against. Problematic? Yeah, it, it often becomes problematic. Do we have literally th- hundreds of thousands of examples throughout history? I think, I think we do. I think we do. <laughs> um, but I think what, it, given the the context of where we're at and some of the events that have been happening recently, and just kind of where we are as a nation, I think uh, Captain America, uh, or excuse me, Falcon and Winter Soldier, the show is kind of also making a commentary about the the idea of policing i think there is i think there's a connection to be made between um the commentary they're making on superheroes and the idea of captain america and the idea of how what cops are asked to be in modern Mm -hmm. society because i think there's a lot of um similarities between because essentially what the show is saying um about the role of captain america is that it really does that that role is so insane that it really does require a superhuman person or like at least a someone at least someone with an extraordinary personality yeah. in order to in order to carry that role and i think there's a um and i think there's an inherent i i, I don't think that the movie is necessarily all, if I if I were to ask the movie if the movie itself or excuse me if the show itself were sentient and I could ask it a question, uh, it probably uh, like I don't think the show would be super stoked about that idea. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. I think the yeah. show itself is saying like, look, it does require an extraordinary person to be Captain America, and that's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. yeah, and I think the same argument could be made about you know the what police are asked to do in modern society. You know what I mean? Well, in in light of that, it's an interesting point that you made because a lot of you know a lot of our police. And this is getting a little political and on like on top, a little Fine. too off uh, off our comic book. News. We're gonna get serious for a second. Yeah. Um, I think that you know when you and this might be something that we this would be fun to have a larger conversation totally about on a separate episode as well. I'd love to talk totally. to you about this um, moving forward. But um, I think it's one of those. I agree with you 100. percent And I think that you know, with, in light of what you the the statements that you made, I think you know a lot of our law enforcement are former military, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's interesting because the the point that whether they're trying to make the point or not, John Walker 
as Captain America, it's interesting. What makes you good in war doesn't make doesn't mean you're a good person. Yeah, like exactly. you've been through hell. Mm-hmm. I'm not discounting that. Anybody that's listening, that's current, serving, former, whatever, military, like. <clears throat> You've been through a lot of stuff, and that's not to be discounted. But I think the thing is, is that what makes John Walker good is his dedication to being a warrior. Steve Rogers was not a warrior. He was a soldier who was a good person first, led with his heart, led with his brain, mm-hmm. led with <clears> – <throat> and then he got the skills to back it up. But he already had like the energy to back it up. When you're tiny and you've got a freaking trash can lid and you're trying to like face off <laughs> against a bully in an alley, even though you know you're going to get your butt kicked, it's like – and then you get – like you're already doing the right thing you need to be and then you get the super soldier serum. John Walker is a – he's a warrior. He's – that yeah. doesn't mean that he's good for Captain America. Right. Which <clears throat> – because. Yeah. yeah, he puts America's interest first. Steve Rogers was Captain America, and he was about America, but he also understood that it was a thing that he needed to like help everybody. Yeah. So, which is why I'm kind of uh, so the skeptic in me is kind of concerned about the the way the show is going to wrap up because mm. honestly, dude, I don't know if I want to see either Bucky Barnes or Sam Wilson be Captain America. <laughs> I, I think. Really? I, and and it's because and it's strictly because of the the way the Marvel Cinematic Universe and this show are the comment the commentary they're making on the role of Captain America. Like they're doubling down on what made what made Captain America work was Steve Rogers' extraordinary circumstances of being this purely earnest and nice and 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 selfless person who is out of time and and has this perspective that no one else has and i just don't know that either bucky barnes or sam wilson have been um shown throughout the marvel cinematic universe to be the type of personality that could handle and excel being captain america i think the show is potentially setting up I don't know if they're going to do this, but in, based on what I've seen so far, like if I were show running this, I'd be like, well, based on what we've made so far, nobody is worthy of being Captain America anymore. So, like, let's just retire the shield. You know what I mean? Like that. That's to me. That's what it seems like the show is saying. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they but, tried. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And we'll then see, they gave we'll the shield to John Walker. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Which was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes, and 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 yeah. and I I honestly think I I I I would not put it past Marvel for this sort of will they won't they between Bucky and Sam about the Shield to be a red herring, um, and neither of them become Captain America or Steve Rogers somehow comes back or something or like I could all see of that them become Captain America. <laughs> yeah, they're all even. Uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Carly Morgan. Yeah, <laughs> you get a shield. You get a shield. Everyone gets a shield. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it, unless yeah. unless they have something planned for Sam to do in this this season that really solidifies him as a Captain America worthy person. I just mm-hmm. don't know. And I definitely don't want to see Bucky because he's so tormented with his demons. Like that, I don't want to see that guy carrying the shield. (laughs) Bucky's run as Captain America in the comics is fraught with (laughs) problems. Yeah, there's a lot of like, oh, bud. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh, I will say this. I think the thing that makes the show, 
I think the thing that makes the show interesting to me is watching Bucky and Sam wrestle with what is Captain America. Oh, like yeah. Obviously, Steve Rogers. What is Captain America? What is the legacy of mm-hmm. Steve Rogers? How do we uphold that? And with Bucky being very much like pissed at Sam, like you gave it away. He gave it to you and you gave it away. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't give it to me. Like, he's not mad that he didn't get it. He's like, I know why he didn't give it to me. I'm insane. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Please insane, don't give it to me. Soldier assassin <laughs> with a robot arm. Like, I shouldn't have it. But like, yeah. it's like he's pissed. He's like, he gave it to you and you gave it away. You squandered the gift. Like, he wanted you to keep, pick up his legacy and i think right. that's the fun part for me on the show is watching sam kind of do things more of the way that the, he thinks steve would do it and i think you and i think it's nice there because i hope what at the end of the show will be is that it's not just sam being captain america on the back end it's sam using bucky as a guidepost who knew steve more better than he did to basically be like how do i do this you know sort of like a Lean in resource. But again, if nobody gets the shield at the end, I'm also fine with it. So, yep. Uh, do you think Sam gets the super soldier serum at any point? <sighs> I would like to say no mm-hmm. because I think it would cheapen him as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if it gets to a point where everybody's got super soldier serum, like if the power broker comes into play more and everybody's got super soldier serum, then I think he's going to have to take it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, uh, I could see a point where he gets injected with like a, like a one that's like temporary and I could see it being, mm. I could see it happening. Like I could even potentially see it happening against his will. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's what I thought was going to happen this episode when, uh, yep. when, um, John Walker took the serum, I thought, oh, what if Sam actually gets injected with this like, accidentally or something? Um, that could be an interesting turn. Obviously that didn't happen, but, um, la- last thing I'll say about this and then we can move on. Uh, uh, I am fully prepared to cry if in the, during the fight scene, the inevitable, inevitable fight scene between, um, Falcon, Winter Soldier and um, and John Walker. Uh, if there is a moment where Sam Wilson says, "I could do this all day," I'm going to lose oh it. Oh my god, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, absolutely. It, Marvel, you have to. You have like, to. I'm done. I can't. I can't yeah. keep watching. Well, that was fun watching that show. Good thing it's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, so that's some Falcon and Winter Soldier talk. Um, real quick too, have you have you been watching Invincible at all? So I watched the first two episodes. Okay, I've really been enjoying it like a uh-huh. lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, it's got the voice cast and it is insane. Oh yeah, it's real good. Like, how did he get everyone? Yeah, yeah. Amazon um, was like, "You got it. Just you got the budget. Just go for it." I was talking with a friend about it. And I'm like, "Wow, this show really shows you what kind of pull Robert Kirkman has for his new shows, right?" Yep. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, "I bet you it was one of those where like Robert Kirkman's doing a show and everybody's like, yeah, okay.' <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, Sign I'll me do up. It. <laughs> yeah, like, it's you know yeah. your part's only going to be like maybe 30 seconds. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Um, so you've watched the first two episodes? Uh-huh. I have. Uh, the ending of the first one, woo! Like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, did not see that coming. And Crazy, huh? Whoa, was it brutal. And I was watching it going shocked with a big smile on my face because I was just like, whoa, we've never seen anything like this happen. I was uh-huh. like, 
But I was also like, yeah, that's pretty much what it would look like if Superman decided to kill the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, that's it exactly what it would take long, and yeah. it would be extremely brutal. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, uh, what? Remind me what happens in the second episode. Uh, so the second episode, it's been a, it's been like a week. So give uh-huh. me a second. I'm going to no pull problem. it up on on IMDb. Is that um, the one with the aliens that age quickly? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's a good episode. It's a great episode. I was yeah. like, what a what a fun like concept. Yes. That it's was like very – time dilation and like yeah. all that stuff. I was like, this is cool. Every time um, they come back, they've aged decades. Like that is, yeah, that is really their cool. their new technology and their <laughs> yeah. tactics, but it's only been like an hour. I was like, that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, that is really cool. God, that would be annoying. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those if I was Superman and just be like, cool. So I was going to try and like – nicely tell you to go back through your portals but i guess i'm just gonna kill you all i have no problem with this <laughs> yeah i have a therapist appointment in an hour so this is gonna be real quick like <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly we have people coming over for dinner so i'm sorry that i'm gonna kill the thousands of you yeah <laughs> that are streaming through them through my city street um yeah so uh, with his father out of action, Mark struggles to defend the city against an interdimensional invasion, joining forces with a team of teenage superheroes. Mm-hmm. So, so you met like, the new team cool. and everything. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jason Manzukis. Uh huh. Oh, so good. Yep. Always playing that just that character who you're just like, oh, what a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love I love Zooks. Anything he does is he's so good at that kind of character. But he is. Yeah, I'm two in. I love it. It's fun, Great. man. I like it. I like the animation. The pacing's really good. I mean, it's just yeah, it's all around just really, really well done. Um, Sweet. Anyway, how are are how far are you in? Are you caught up? Are you so I'm caught up. We review me. I had uh, Chelsea Roberts on, who is a um, who works in comic books. I know. I Um, saw that. I have to listen to the episode. Yeah, yeah. We reviewed episodes one through three. So I I am caught up. I think there's. The only the th- there's four out now, so I've seen four. We've talked about three, so um, yeah, I'm all cut up, and it's 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 still very good. Um, it is um, the they just did a Mars episode that like an episode that takes place Ooh. on Mars, which is really good. Okay, um, my plans yeah, get cut up this week, so yeah, yeah, we could talk about it on the other side of this week. I would uh, love it, to. Yeah, it's really it's 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 good, um, and we're starting to learn more like relationships, but be- like between all the like the characters, like with Mark and his love interest and Amber and stuff like that. They're all like starting to like settle into their like relationship roles and stuff like that, cool. stuff like that. So it's it's getting real good. Uh, I'm, awesome. I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm just like it's great, man. Like I haven't been into an animated show, animated mm-hmm. superhero show like this since. Uh Geez, Batman the Animated Series? So right. it's been a while? Or Batman <laughs> Beyond, so it's been a while. Yep. Uh, um, but yeah. yeah. Oh, did you, speaking of which, uh, animated superhero stuff, let's get into some yes, topics. Sir. Let's do did some movie see- news. Yeah, did you see that they're, uh, so in the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, they mm-hmm. uh, have the Spider-Man animated series from the 90s, that actor I, reprising his role. I did see that. And I'm very happy about that. That uh, would be yeah. like if you got Kevin Conroy to just voice Batman for the rest of time, which I'm <laughs> yeah. like, can we do that? Is that a possibility? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I, I think I, it's great, yeah. man. I grew That's up watching Spider-Man that show. I, yes. This is Spider-Man you and I grew up watching. So it's yes. like, dude, I remember 
oh man, I remember when they introed like Morpheus on that show mm-hmm. and the whole like character arc where he ends up turning into the man spider at that point. I had an action figure of the man spider of him in like full transformation with like the mm-hmm. mandibles and all that stuff. Oh, I love yeah. that action figure. That was a that great, was a, it was a great series. It was oh, really that good. was good. Really um, well done. Early use of CGI as well. Yes. Um, which, and uh, done effectively. Yep. So, um, um, yeah. So, uh, go through some of this stuff um are you excited about an indiana jones 5 i was actually gonna bring this up no i'm not <laughs> okay like uh, not even a little bit do I'm go actually on mad they're pushing forward or they're making it stop <laughs> stop making it harrison ford doesn't even know how to pilot a plane anymore it's time to stop putting him in the fedora knock it off do not it's like this whole powerpuff girls live action thing that we can talk oh, about no. stop ringing every drop out of a pro, out of like a uh, concept uh, yeah. just for money. Like knock it off. Yeah. You're tarnishing and- it. It's not going to give you the rate of return that you want it to be. Mads Mikkelsen just got cast in Indiana Jones Five, and I have a question for you. Uh huh. How confident are you to bet all of your years' money, like I am, that he's going to be the villain? <laughs> I mean. Y- I, I'd bet any amount of money. He's always the villain. <laughs> I'm going to bet all of my money. Yeah. And I bet you they're going to put an eye patch on him. Yeah. Or some horrible some stuff. Weird, we some weird face makeup. Because we cannot leave that man's eyes. Yes. We cannot leave that man's eyes alone. Leave it alone. Yeah. He looks menacing enough. <laughs> Sorry. I'm yelling. I'm just – I, I just it, this, this movie confuses me. Like yeah. it doesn't confuse me why they're making it. I know why they're making it. What makes me mad – is that they're continue to push forward and make it, even though it's been stuck in development hell for so long. It's like mm-hmm. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna pro- they're probably not gonna like this one unless you pull a like a hat trick and really like make it something special. But I'm gonna go out on a very confident limb and say it's not gonna be special or unique or interesting. I'll still watch it. But I'll probably spend the let me guess the run to probably did two and a half hours that they think it deserves to tell the story. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sit there the entire time being like, why? Why did we? Why? Like yeah. Phoebe Waller Bridge is in it, and I like her. I think she's great. Um, I think she's she's touted as the female lead, so it makes me wonder if they're gonna do like his daughter, him and Miriam's daughter, is like the new Indiana mm. Jones thing. Which probably okay, whatever, Lady Indy, fine awesome that sounds great but as we learned with uh kingdom of the crystal skull which is the star wars prequels of the indiana jones um universe uh it didn't work when you tried to do his son with shia labeouf don't think it's gonna work when you try and do his daughter the appeal of an indiana jones movie is indiana jones so i Mm -hmm. think what they would be better off doing and it breaks my heart to say this what they'd be better off doing is scrapping this and starting over from scratch forget harrison ford Find somebody young and upcoming and just start Indiana Jones again. That's just my two cents. Leave aliens out of it. Do supernatural like <laughs> stuff and then just yeah. be done. Nazis. Yeah. We all want to watch Indiana Jones punch Nazis and go into the jungle in temples. That's literally the formula right there. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. So I think what's going to happen because they've they've hired James Mangold to direct mm-hmm. it, who directed yeah. Logan. Which uh, is great. Yeah, I He's I awesome. think they're gonna do some 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 kind of old man indie kind of story. I think they might even kill Indiana Jones in this movie. Um, Which I will say now that you say it, do it and do it in the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Get it done. 
get it done and then let it be Phoebe Waller-Bridge's movie. Like, let's just do that. So when did Kingdom of the K- Crystal Skull, when did that take place? In the 40s, uh, right? Uh, 50s? Uh, post no 50s it was post okay. uh post world war ii because they allude to his uh world war ii career and um that's why they're fighting the russians in it because it's the 50s and then the cold war started and so that's why they're, all of that's going down so yeah mm-hmm. i wonder what they're gonna do for this one will it take place in the 60s then um and maybe it'll be care. like maybe it'll be some like <laughs> you know what it'll probably be, be it'll probably be around like I don't know. Maybe they'll do like Cuban Missile Crisis type thing. But why? Maybe I don't know. But like why? I'm just trying to think of just like go, Indiana a Jones magic thing in a temple in Africa. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, but you know they That's like all to, you need. You know Hollywood likes to. They like to. You know, be real Ooh, world oriented. To the time stuff. in yeah. which it took place, JFK. <laughs> like who yeah. cares, man? You want okay? You want to set something that has to be politically correct, connected to a specific time and place? Have uh-huh. Indiana Jones and the mystery of the curving bullet. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that would just, be interesting. Indiana Jones and the mystery of the grassy knoll. Like, just do that. Yeah. If you're going to cheapen it with all this stuff, like, just do it that way. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. <sighs> it feels like they're trotting Harrison Ford out to, like, cattle prod him and be like, perform. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah. They're yeah. like, perform. You'll get millions of dollars. Like, man, I want to. Like, we'll give you whiskey. And he's like, Okay, fine. All right, I'll do it. All right. Can I fly my plane? Absolutely not, sir. You crashed the last two times. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it for a while. I think, like, let it be done. Let it rest. Bring it back in, like, five years. And then, but, like, work on it for five years. And then debut it five years from now. And then, there you go. Or better yet... Disney, if you're listening, hire Asan and I to come up with some ideas for you, and then we'll work on it in secret for five years, and then at the end of that, then you can decide if you want to make a movie or not, because I guarantee you, anything that you and I come up with is going to be better than what they've got in store for Indiana Jones 5, unless, like we said, they kill him early on. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I'm not stoked for it. I'm kind of at this point, it's the same way I feel about, like, I felt about the last big Star Wars movie. It's just like, yeah, they're making it, but like, who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not going to be good. No. However, no, having said that, I am fully prepared to and will eat my words if necessary. <laughs> yeah. And I, I hope you do. I want words. to. <laughs> I hope I do. I want every movie to succeed and be good. The problem is, is that track record, it's not going to be. What about you? What do you think about this one? Do you think it's going to be... I think uh, so it's it's not being directed by Spielberg anymore which right. I think is a good thing. Oh, it's absolutely a positive. Um I like James Mangold, I like Logan. I I think potentially there could be something good that comes out of this. Like the hard part is like uh, I don't does the Indiana Jones formula in terms of like that style of like humor and you know, the Harrison Ford element, does that work in modern movies? Like, does that, <clears throat> you know what question. I mean? I, I don't know if it does. I, I, I just, I think it was very much of like Spielberg, especially I feel like makes movies that are very of the, the 80s. time. Yeah. They're very much of yeah. the eighties in their sensibilities and kind of like 
all this. So I don't know if Indiana Jones, if that formula would still work today. I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, you look at Ready Player One, right? That was yeah. a full-blown 80s movie. Yes. That was made 100%. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like, that absolutely was a full-blown 80s. And I think that's kind of the appeal. Like, it wasn't good, but I enjoyed watching it because it yeah. had that Steven Spielbergian, like, mm-hmm. 80s fun sci-fi kind of thing to it. And I was like, oh, it's like putting on an, a comfortable pair of shoes. Like, I know exactly. Right. They're broken in. I know how this is going to go. It's just like being wrapped in a warm blanket. I was like, mm, this is comfortable. It's like when you watch, like, rewatch, like, any Spielberg, like, E.T. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, yeah. Like, especially if you're an old guy like me where it's I'm push I'm almost pushing 40 and like mm-hmm. I remember a lot of that fanfare you know when those movies came out and all that kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. like uh, Universal Studios was a big big deal you know back to the future I rewatched mm-hmm. those and I'm just like mm, yes um, that, I think back to the future is a perfect example like I cannot it's Zemeckis, e- but it's the same vein yeah. right uh, back to the future is a perfect example because I cannot imagine a modern Back to the Future movie. <laughs> like, oh, I just don't think it works. No, it wouldn't work. And yeah. a couple of years ago, they were like, we're thinking about remaking Back to the Future. And the internet was like, no, you're not. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? We're not. And they're like, yeah, that's right. They basically, yeah. like, men in black, like, flashbulbed them. They're like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just think like the internet things... very much vehemently was like, if you make it, we won't watch it. And they were like, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> It, no, I, I just don't think it could work. Yeah, it's a good point to be made. Like, are we at a point now where Indiana Jones was made in the perfect time and place for it? And I think you're probably right. I yeah. think that maybe it was an 80s only thing mm-hmm. and it can't be made. And that's why I think like, you know, you look at bringing it up again. Uh, the Mummy, though, mm-hmm. you know, still holds up. Yeah, still a good movie, and it's very much that in that vein of that Indiana Jones like action adventure thing. I think you can do it. I think though that to be able to stay true to the character, I don't think Indy can be moving forward in time with his movies. I feel like yeah. keeping him very much in the eighties. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of maybe where he's supposed to be. Because which- Harrison Ford just isn't charismatic anymore. Like he's just a no, grumpy, a grumpy old, old, man. old man that just wants to be left alone. <laughs> yeah, he's literally said it in interviews. Yeah, he just hasn't done the Tommy Lee Jones thing where he bought a ranch in Texas and the only person that's allowed to—I think it's in Texas. Do you know about this? No. Tommy Lee Jones lives on a ranch. <laughs> is it Tommy Lee Jones or is it? Uh, it's probably Tommy Lee Jones. Is it uh, Robert Duvall? I think it's Tommy Lee Jones. But Tommy Lee Jones bought this massive like screw off ranch I think in Texas and Mm. when he's there it's him and his family and the only other person that's allowed to visit him on the ranch is Robert Duvall (laughs) that's it if that doesn't scream old man leave me alone I'm like that's dope like I respect the hell out of that vibe (laughs) that's what I want to be when I'm like in my 70s is just like you know what I don't need all y'all right (laughs) so I'm just gonna go to my ranch or my cabin just you can leave me alone and if you're on my property, I'll be pretty pissed off at you. Um, but like, you know, my friends can visit me and that's it. But yeah, so it's like Harrison Ford needs to just do that, I think, at this point and just be done with it, you know, because it's like it does feel like they're trying to trot out the old like the old battle horse for like one last go. And it's just kind of you're looking at it and you're like, oh, your glory days are behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, and not are- in a bad way. He's just. <laughs> 
you know, he's just older and it's fine. Yeah. Like, let him just be. Yeah. Are you, uh, so. are you a fan of the Scream films? Scream? Yeah, Scream. Oh my God. Who isn't a fan of the Scream films? <laughs> They're great, man. I love Scream. I was sick one day a couple years ago and I just watched all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I love the Scream movies. Uh, they are, um, Especially uh, the later ones that get like tongue in cheek. Oh and yes. Make fun of the make that makes fun of its own like tropes. Yeah, I, like, yeah, it's I so think that's good. the best part of the series. It's like it really was doing like really it laid the groundwork for movies like um, uh, Cabin in the Woods and stuff like that. Kind mm-hmm. of like self aware horror oh, movies God. that are also like a commentary on the genre itself. You know. Yes. Which all oh, Cabin in the Woods is one of my favorites. It's so good. Yeah. If you're listening and you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, <laughs> stop what you're doing right now. Even if you're at work, I don't care. If you're like manning some sort of like important machinery, doesn't matter. Stop. Go watch Cabin in the Woods. Come back to your job. Come back to this podcast. It's a ton of fun. Yeah, starring a very young Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, that he uh, – it was his trade-off deal. I think he – I think he got roped into it because Joss Whedon directed The Avengers and was like, hey – I have this friend. Would you be willing to be in this movie? And he was like, "Sure." Yeah. So I'm like, well, and that's how you get Chris Hemsworth, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was because I think Cabin in the Woods shot before before Avengers, and it yeah. was kind of like a like, "Hey, since you're gonna do Avengers, would you do this thing for me?" Yeah, I know your schedule's clear. Yeah. This will take like you know a little bit of time. Would you like? Would you mind like doing this for my buddy? And he was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah." Yeah, and I also think it was shot, if I'm not mis- – man, maybe I'm mistaken, but I thought – huh, never mind. But anyway, yeah, okay, he's very on. yeah, he's very young in the movie, and it's it's interesting to see him uh, playing non-Thor. Um, um, yeah, and then <laughs> honestly, Brad Whitaker and um, what's-his-face. Oh, uh, yeah, Bradley Whitford and uh, what's-his-name? Um, Bradley Whitford and – Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford steal the freaking show. Yeah, they're really good. God, their characters are funny. I <laughs> want to see a show that's just about them. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> um, but anyway, in Scream, uh, Scream 5 is coming out um, with, you know, David Arquette's back. Courtney Cox is back. Mm-hmm. Um, Nev, Candle, Nev Campbell is, a back, is back. I cannot say Nev Campbell is back for some reason. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and a whole slew of other people, but, uh, there's an article that says, uh, apparently they wrote several versions of the script and shot various versions of key yes. scenes so that to avoid spoilers leaking. <laughs> yes. I saw that. And I was like, very smart. Well done. Yeah. Hats off to you. Yeah. And that, that makes me really excited, uh, because, oh, Jack Quaid from the boys is in it, which is very cool. Yes. Also very good. I like him. He's fun, man. Oh, and the kid from 13 reasons why is in it. Dylan Minnette. I think he's good too. He's also very good. I'd like to see him in more stuff. He'd be a good red Robin. Yeah. He'd be great. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. They said, uh, and then they were also quoted. The filmmakers were also quoted saying that anyone is a suspect in this movie. So I'm very excited to see how this Dope. plays out. I think it could be a lot of fun. Um, speaking I love of ho- that their their attitude with this is the mm-hmm. same attitude as James Gunn's like new Suicide Squad, which is like don't get attached. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you see the newest trailer for that? The Red Band trailer. I did. I did. We can go back to talk about horror movies real quick, but okay. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. 
yeah, just in in the horror, just I was going to take us into um, Army of the Dead. Did you see that new trailer? I did see that this morning. All right, so tell me what you think about that trailer. It looks fine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I wasn't like swept off my feet by it, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, solid so, action. I don't know why uh, the zombies have an um an organized. We'll, we'll get army? there. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> That was my big, like, that took me completely out of the enjoyment. I was like, oh, well, I don't know if I'm okay, if I like this. Yeah. All right. It's so, an element, a disparate element in a zombie movie that I'm like, hmm. I do like the fact that the focus isn't just like another sort of let's survive while zombies are all around. Yeah. I do like the fact that it is a heist. The focus of it is a heist during the zombie apocalypse like that and their society somehow like functions with that. I'm like, that's cool. Like that concept. Very mm-hmm. fun. Don't know if I like the uh, the like lead zombies being like forward, like an orc army in Lord of the Rings. It's like, mm. <laughs> so don't know if I'm going with you on that one. Also, zombie tiger problematic. Yeah. So uh, I will say I loved this trailer. Did you? <laughs> and I, it I looks think, insane. By the I, way, I think like. Okay, you know, full disclosure, I was a little high. Uh, but Were you? Yeah. But I think, like, I watched this trailer and was blown away. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I cannot wait to see that movie. Um, so I, so oh, I will no, say no, no, this. No, no. I want to be very clear. The minute the trailer ended, I was like, I'm going to see this with Hassan <laughs> because yeah. this looks really fun. So Like, I will drive up. Let's do that. I will drive up. We will hang out. We'll do. We'll watch it, and then let's do an episode. Yeah, hundred like, percent. But yeah, in person. But yeah, man. It. I was like, we're gonna watch this together yeah. because this is exactly our kind of movie. <laughs> so I wish. I really wish. Um, I had seen this trailer before a movie in a theater because mm. I. I love this trailer. Like, yes. I basically, I wish I didn't know the movie was called Army of the Dead because I do think that the reveal that like. I, I thought the reveal of that, you know, it's a heist movie, and first of all, I love that it's a Dave Batista vehicle. I love that. Yes, I that think he's I'm great. Super excited with. Yes, um, I love that it's it's they're trying like Zack Snyder is trying to tell a story, which is great. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to tell the story of this guy who um, is you know trying to do right by his daughter, and uh, you know wants to live uh, you know a normal life, but he has a certain set of skills from a past life. Uh, and he's just you trying know, to make it. Yeah, classic stuff. And I like that they're trying to tell a story about this guy surrounded by a heist movie, which is also happens to be going down during a zombie apocalypse that at least some of them weren't informed of before. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Listening to you talk about it with the enthusiasm that you have, I'm on board now. It's not just <laughs> fine. This movie's awesome. So I, I thought the trailer You've was convinced just, me. I thought the trailer was so effective. Like, oh, like when when they, you know, they're outlining this heist or like, you know, it's it's simple. You know, you go in, take, you know, there's a there's a uh, a vault with all this money. And it's crazy because my first question was like, well, if there's this vault that's really easy to get to with all this money in it, why hasn't anyone done it? And then the exactly. reveal of, oh, it's because Vegas has been overrun by zombies, I thought was just I, it was just the perfect reveal. I was like, of course, <laughs> 
I did too. Like I was sitting watching it going like, how do zombies factor into this? Oh, crap. <laughs> and, and, and I will say this. I At first, it when when it first started to reveal that like the zombies – like this is a zombie apocalypse that has been going on. So the zombies are evolving. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like now they're coordinating. They're able to coordinate with each other. They're, they like they, it's an army of the dead. Like they have they ride horses. They you know, they communicate. Yeah, that was also I was like, wait, <laughs> what? So at first I it did. I was like, I don't know. But like as like by the end of the trailer, I was won over completely. I was like, <laughs> OK, because basically by the time we saw. Like, of course, there's zombie tigers. You know, uh, uh, what's the show uh, in Vegas? Um, Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried and Roy. Like, yeah. of course, there's zombie tigers. So by Are the end of the, tra- I don't think they're active anymore. But I it is an homage to Siegfried right. and Roy. Yeah. Uh, so by the time we got there, I was completely on board because I'm like, zombie movies are inherent, especially the. Uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead, sort of like Romero verse of zombie movies. Well, the Romero are, and Snyder verse, yeah, yeah, are very inherently kind of goofy or campy. Yeah, um, it's true. So there's going to be a level of like kind of you know ridiculousness to it. But so I was like, yeah, if like the way I thought about it was like, of if you're going to make another of the dead movie with zombies, why not? like show the next logical conclusion of what it would be like if zombies were just left to their own devices for a decade or whatever. That's like, a good point. I, so I was like, yeah, why not? Like, let them be an army and there's tigers. And <laughs> so I, dude, I was completely won over. I was like, okay, Zach. <laughs> Cause what I thought the movie was going to be based on the first trailer was like, uh, there's a group of people. They're locked in a casino and there's some zombies. Okay. Oh, yeah, the first trailer was you know not I mean? good. This trailer very much flushed it more out. And I yeah. was like, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Because yeah. Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But, like, I don't want to see that same movie again, but in Vegas. Oh, no. I was like, <laughs> okay, so truthfully, after the first trailer, I was like, okay, so we're stuck in a casino instead of a mall this time? Yeah, exactly. All right. So like when they, also, when we got yeah true to Zack Snyder you know it's a Zack Snyder trailer when he's got a cover of a song that doesn't need to be used as a cover for a song in it yeah um, slow what down. song was it I don't remember it's uh, some it western was, um, um, yeah, oh you got to hold you got to know when oh, to hold yeah. up <laughs> yeah no when to hold up uh, but it's like gotta know where to fold up. all slow and sad. Oh, something going back to Falcon and the Winter Soldier can, and this this ties into this. Can we be done with the children's nursery rhymes, like sung in like a lower tone and slower? Never. To try to, like, to time in an air of creepy. It worked for Age of Ultron. Yes. I, I love that not for work. Age of Ultron. Yeah. It's, I'm done. I'm done with it. Like Zemo walks to that courtyard in episode, is it three or four? And he's like, Ba ba black sheep, and I was like, "This is forced," and now I think it's stupid. Like, yeah, it's like, why? What this. did the song like? Nothing to do nothing, with what's going nothing. on. They're like, "We need him to seem menacing. Have him sing a children's song." Like, the, the, oh god, like it's just let's be done with it. <laughs> and also, like, I hate stuff like that in movies because what they're trying to have us believe is like, 
oh, he's trying to seem friendly to the kids so that they'll listen to him, but he's still got to be menacing because for the audience, we know he's oh. Baron Zemo. But it's oh, like, see, I didn't take it like that at all. I oh, took really? it as him just trying to be needlessly and pointlessly menacing in a courtyard where people are already like, we don't want to talk to you. <laughs> oh, no, I think the I think the idea and I could be wrong, but I think the idea is he's singing so that the kids are kind of disarmed and not afraid of him. But I'm like, if that's the case, why would you sing like a villain? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sitting in a refugee house, right? Yeah. We're supposed to be afraid of everyone. This dude I don't know in a giant trench coat with what seems to be <laughs> gun holsters underneath his jacket is walking through singing, bah, bah, black sheep, have you? And I'm not going to talk to him. Yeah, no, no I'm in running right in the opposite would direction. Talk to him. It would have been so much better if he just walked in and been like, candy. Yeah, exactly. He should have walked in and sang Baby Shark. (laughs) (laughs) Can we do that? Just as a quick, like, Baby Shark, do, 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 baby. It even sounds happy when you sing it. It might be the happiest song on the planet. Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's just that, that whole, like, slow it down song cover to try and make it seem so full and have them like let's just be let's be done with it like <laughs> i'm over it anyway uh no army army of the dead looks awesome um you've convinced me i am now i have now been convinced that it is more than fine it looks like a blast uh <laughs> well, well speaking of movies that have multiple layers of genre going on but in the worst way is a movie called now I don't know if you've seen this trailer yet. Have you seen I'm excited for this. I don't have even you know what seen you're talking about. the trailer for Those Who Wish Me Dead? <laughs> oh, Asan. I have not. Oh. And the reason why I have not is because I hate Angelina Jolie. Dude, you have to watch the trailer. I can't like, stand her. Like, okay, so first and foremost, she's had some work done and no and you should look at her take a photo a production photo of her when she was in the movie gaia and look at her now like all the work all the suction all the injections all the lifting like yeah it takes a village to make that woman look good like and 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 i think i think um the movie maleficent and her makeup in that has kind of ruined my image of Angelina Jolie because when she was younger, she she had a very like she had very defined cheekbones and like very yes. like, you know, she had, you know, the Angelina Jolie face, like the very defined cheekbones, the full it was lips. A look. Yes, it was a, a look while for a while. Hollywood. Everybody was like, this is what you should pursue is like the most attractive woman on the planet. And I was right. like, no. <laughs> and then Maleficent kind of doubled down on that by like make like cartoonifying the the Angelina Jolie-ness. So like when she mm-hmm. shows up in this trailer looking just like a normal 50-year-old woman, I was like <laughs> What is happening? Like, because I was watching the trailer, is this and I'm like, the trailer where she finally starts to show her age. I mean, yes, because she's kind of like, like how t- Tom Cruise is going through on the Mission Impossible movies right now. Yes, but Tom Cruise oh. still kind of looks like Tom Cruise. I was watching this trailer, and I, and I had I didn't even register that it was Angelina Jolie until like halfway through. Like in my notes, I have wait, is that Angelina Jolie? <laughs> it, it's it's crazy. <laughs> uh, 
And this, I'm, I'm, I have it on right now while we t- while we're talking on mute, so that oh, I can that's fine. See what you can watch it on at. mute. Yeah, uh, but yeah, keep going. So, so what is it about this that doesn't look great? Oh, so, there it is. Yeah, oh, <laughs> dude. So that first half smile she gives towards John Barenthal, that is starting to show some serious like it's just the, like the her plastic fa- surgery starting yeah, to show. Yeah, her face just doesn't look like her. Like it's wild. No. So no, it this, looks like a caricature of her. Yeah, so this movie is about a a lady who is a firefighter who is in a very traumatic forest fire in which she watches someone like someone and or several people die, and she's very traumatized by that. And I think she retires from being a firefighter uh, until one day, like some assassins or something like come after her. And oh no! There's a kid that runs towards her fire watch station, and then he tells her, "And I'm seeing a guy shooting at them, and they ride off the road and crash." His dad sends him into the woods. Uh, there's dudes with larger guns than you need to kill a child. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna be morbid for a second. 22 will do it. You don't need an assault rifle, my yeah. friend. He's eight. Um, Oh, yeah, the plastic surgery is coming out loud and proud in this movie. So, okay, so she's a firefighter that lives in a town. Ooh, what's his face from uh, Game of Thrones is in this. I like him. <laughs> uh, Littlefinger. He's great. Um, Peter Baelish. Uh, what was I going to say? He plays a great villain. Uh, okay, so it's basically like she's trying to be an action hero. Yeah, but survival. it's the most insane premise for a movie because she's yeah. like – in the movie, she's basically the 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 greatest firefighter that's that's ever lived, or whatever. Well, of course, it has to <laughs> and be. you can't just be like a firefighter that's kind of okay in a movie. But, it's got to be like the toughest marine that's ever existed. It's like okay, it, it's such a weird career choice to then have her have to be this chaperone for this child who's being pursued by heavily armed assassins, uh, and then because oh, then you have a to wildfire con- to trap them. Yeah, then she has to work through her trauma. You see, <laughs> it's just it's oh. just crazy. It's just, like also, Tyler Perry's around in this. Too, yeah, which, he's he's why? he's there for some reason. <laughs> Every time Tyler Perry shows up in a movie that's not one of his movies, I'm like, okay, yeah. What are you I wonder doing? if they shot it on his back lot in Georgia. Um, they probably he probably produced part of it or something yeah. like that. Okay, that looks ridiculously stupid. Like why? why? So, and I'm asking the writer of the movie this question: Why? Oh, let me read you the IMDb breakdown real quick because it is absolutely bonkers. You ready mm-hmm. for this? A teenage murder witness finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness with a survival expert tasked tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to consume them all. Like, I will. What pass. an Thank insane you. like. Why can't the forest fire just be like, can it just be a survival movie? Like, why do they no, also need to be pursued by people with guns? Twins, uh, assassins. <laughs> yeah, why twins? Not just assassins. Twin assassins. They can communicate telepathically. It's just the most insane. I I, I was like, what is this movie? <laughs> You could tell that a lot of people that signed on to this thought it was going to be a great movie. Yeah. Because of the cast. Yeah. Oh, Angelina Jolie's in it. I'll do it. Nicholas um, Holt's in this. He doesn't need this. Yeah. He doesn't need the work. Yeah. Why is he in this? He's Nicholas uh, Holt. Um, Aiden Gillen doesn't need the work. He's coming off of that Game of Thrones money. 
Jake um, Weber doesn't need the work. None of the people. I mean, unless it's like after that, everybody I guess below that needs the work. But like, none of the the, the top build cast needs to be in this movie. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I have a feeling this is a favor movie. You know what I mean? Where it's like we'll let you do this, do this one movie if you be in this movie. Yeah, and the CGI. It, it seems like it's probably one of those like vanity projects that Angelina Jolie's like. I'm still tough. I can still be Tomb Raider. Like all this stuff that just doesn't. I was straight up confused because I hadn't seen the trailer. I was confused as to why a um, fire spotter movie that seemed to have some trauma, which is just a better movie inherently of a fire spotter that needs to get over some you know trauma being left in a fire. Yeah, that's fine. I was conf- yeah, I was confused as to uh, as to where, why where the called- machine guns came into play. <laughs> oh no! Even before that, I was just confused as to why it was called "Those Who Wish Me Dead." Yeah. Well, now you know. Now I do know. It's insane. Okay. That'll be uh, one of those that I have to be – I'll be in a very specific state of mind when yeah. I decide to watch it um, and just go, let's see what you got. But let, it won't be anytime soon. It'll probably be like five years from now. Did you see um, uh, the trailer for Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard? I did. The it looks to delightful. Hit- yeah, yeah. It looks stupid like the first one. The first one's just dumb good fun. Yeah, it's charm the movie, you know? It is. Yes, exactly. It's three it very like charming actors d- being charming for two hours, and also some action is around. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm very into that. Um, I like that they're leaning more into the comedy of it as opposed to leaning more into the action of it because – Yep. Yeah, because to to be frank, like I don't, I don't, I'm not looking for these particular movies to be the pinnacle of of American action. No, no. If they tried to be John Wick, I'd be like, no, nah, we already have John Wick. Yeah, we have that. It's already uh, good. Thank you, though. Yeah. So I I like that there that Ryan Reynolds' character is on sabbatical and he's like trying not to kill people. Like I like that. I, yeah. I think it's, it looks very good. It's a good classic. I'm on vacation. Kind yeah, of exactly. Like um, thing, yeah. Yeah, that's a movie you watch during the day on a day off while you're eating lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is this is nice. <laughs> that's 100% a Saturday afternoon lunchtime movie. You are yeah, right. It is a matinee for wow. sure. Wow. Yeah, you nailed the exact <laughs> like, yeah, that is a matinee go where you're like with the lady or whoever, whatever significant other you have. And you're yeah. just like, let's go, let's go see a movie. Yeah. Let's go yeah, watch something. We can shovel one. popcorn in our face and drink mm-hmm. some sodas and just go watch like a good, just a good fun movie. Yep. Um, yeah, that looks good. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, did you see the trailer for Jupiter's Legacy? I was going to talk to you about that and ask if you had seen that. I was going to bring up next. What did you, have you seen it? What did you think? I have. Um, yeah. Now, is this a movie or is it a series? It is a series. Okay, it is based that's on a, It is based on a series of graphic novels. Yeah, I think it looks good. I think it, uh, basically the trailer... It, it, it looks like This Is Us, but superheroes. Like, it's just following the <laughs> lives. Yeah, I mean, I, and I don't mean that disparagingly, because I think This Is Us is very effective at what it tries to do, like the oh. NBC hour-long drama. I wasn't laughing at This oh. Is Us. I was I was laughing at your comparison, too, because oh, okay. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, This Is Us is a fine show. Yeah. Um, I say that without having seen it at all. Yeah. But the fact that it's lasted this long... Mm-hmm. It's it seems like it's fine. Yeah, um, and and that's what it's this got a seems lot of like. Heart. Yes, it looks like. Yes, and that's what this seems like. It is to me. It's going to be like a a superhero 
sort of family drama that kind of dips its toe into soap opera a little bit, which I'm I'm totally fine with. I like stuff like that. So I'm yeah, I think it looks good. Right. I, I think the 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 design I think looks good. There's a little bit of cheese to it, but I think you kind mm-hmm. of have to have that. Uh, like that, the main guy's nice. wig is hilarious, but you know you, you kind of have Duhamel? to have that. Yeah, <laughs> is that Josh Duhamel? Wig? Yes, Josh Duhamel, buddy. <laughs> you know what's funny is I was taking notes while watching these trailers, but like for for some reason for that movie, I just didn't feel the need to look up the cast because. For a show like that, I kind of want to just be swept up into the characters and not really think For about sure. that's Fergie's husband. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, Are they uh, still together? I don't know. Probably yeah, not. I don't point. know. Who Everybody knows? Everybody trades partners like every three years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it looks good. I think that um, the synopsis, basically the concept that I, I read about when I was looking it up a while ago was basically the concept is like – what if you were the children of the Justice League and you were expected to uphold their legacy? Right. You know, as problematic as it would be. Right. You know, so. Yeah, I think yeah, that sounds think, good. Sounds fine. I'll watch it. 100%. I will definitely I will watch absolutely that. be tuning in. Um, yeah, Jupiter's Legacy, it looks really good. It's got a great cast, solid stuff. Uh, it looks like they're putting the money where they need to for the special effects and the costumes and whatnot. Um but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, I'm just gonna. I think this is gonna be one of those properties that I'm just not going to do any research about, and yep. I'll just show up to it on a blank slate and be like, "Entertain me. What do you have? <laughs> what do you have for me right. today?" Yeah. Um, which um, honestly, with all of the stuff and the research and everything with Marvel and as like you know the next phase ramps up and all the stuff I'm reading, I'm like, I just I'm so tired of getting into shows that I have to do extra like research for on the side, which yeah, <clears throat> I just um, want something that I haven't seen to be like, it's, so, it's kind of how I went into invincible where I was like, I don't really know anything about this. Yep. And yeah. it was lovely. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think that's another thing that streaming is allowing for is to going into things cold and not really knowing anything about uh-huh. it. Um, yeah. That's a, a, it's, it's a great experience to have. <laughs> It finally. Um, yeah. Um, let's get through. There's some lesser trailers that I saw that we don't necessarily have to spend a lot of time on, but I'll just. Uh, we'll just rapid, rapid Yeah, fire we'll just session. go through them and then you can tell me if you haven't heard of it or seen it, I, I can just explain it to you and you can say whether it sounds good or not. Um, <laughs> the, the Derek Nickel rapid fire opinion corner? <laughs> yes, exactly. Because <laughs> um, and, and we'll finish the trailer section with. Um, with Fast Nine because that yes yes that's we're gonna the, have that's a the big lot one. to talk about about <laughs> yeah. Fast Nine for sure or F Nine I think is the the official F, title excuse but. us F9. excuse us yeah um, sorry everybody yeah so there's a movie called The Waterman did you see that trailer The Waterman I've heard of it but I want to make sure is this the uh, sequel to The Water Boy <laughs> I don't I don't think th- wait are you doing a bit or is that like a real movie. <laughs> No, I'm doing a bit. Oh no! Yeah, well, I like hope the it fact is. That you paused for a second. I was like, "Wait, am I right?" Because <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, I mean, it could be maybe. But no, the Waterman is a. Um, it's about a young boy who's. Uh, it's kind of like one of those movies. It's like a, a coming of age movie about a kid dealing with grief, and there's some supernatural elements to it. Kind of like Rosario the BFG. Dawson? Yeah, I think she's in it. Alfred Molina. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the one. It said it came out in 2020. Interesting. Uh, a, a boy sets out on a quest to save his ill mother by searching for a mythic figure said to have magical healing powers. Great. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's Fine. that. Um, yeah, it looks good. Um, it's it's one of those movies where it's like it's really about the boy dealing with grief, but there also might be actually something supernatural going on. It's like oh, one of those, fun. you know. Yeah, I kind of um, like that. Yeah. All right. Um, another one is called um, Mainstream. Have you seen this trailer? Oh, that movie that we were just talking about, The Waterman. It's PG, so it'll be benign. Yeah, it's a kids' movie. It's um, fine. I'll still watch it, but it'll be. I'll save it. I'm gonna save it for when my like friends' kids come over, and it's like yeah. they're not quite paying attention because they're playing with their toys. And I'm like, it's just on. It's fine. I know this will be inoffensive and like fine for them. Yeah. Um, Have you seen the trailer for Mainstream? Mainstream. This wow, is starring we, Andrew Garfield. I, apparently, I just have not been paying attention to anything going on no, in it, Trailer it, Town. It's fine. It's been a, uh, to, in my defense, there's been a lot of stuff that's come out lately. Caution your tale. Three people struggle to preserve their, preserve their identities as they form an eccentric love triangle within a fast-moving internet age. Okay. Yeah, it's, so it's like polyamory I, <laughs> in with technology. The movie. Well, that 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 synopsis does a terrible uh does does not do justice to the trailer um it's a very no, that's why i like reading the imdb synopsis <laughs> yeah. they're always bad yeah it, it's it's a it's an artsy movie that's like a um it's really a vehicle for andrew garfield he might i mean he's he'll probably do an oscar run for this movie it's uh it's about he plays like a youtube personality that like starts a, a startup like a tech startup of some kind uh-huh. and it's just it, it, the movie is kind of basically an opportunity to make a commentary on like fame and and social media and that kind of thing but it's like kind of like a dark comedy it looks it looks How really nobody good nobody talks to each other anymore even yeah. though every photo we've seen of every train and subway ever is everybody with their noses buried in newspapers yeah, yeah it, it's not yeah talking. It's, yeah it's all about fame and the the lust for fame and all that kind of stuff it, it looks really good i think it looks good uh, he he's he's giving a one hell of a performance um oh so he's basically he's basically channeling his inner logan brothers ex- oh yeah logan paul <laughs> Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jake Paul, who's now just like a boxer. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna wait till he go find somebody that really, truly is tired of his stuff and just beats the piss out of him. Mm-hmm. That'll uh, be fun to watch. There's a movie. Yeah, this call- looks like this looks like low grade indie, and I don't mean low grade in a negative. I mean like con- conceptual low yeah. grade indie Oscar like awards. You know. Yep. Award stuff. Oh, it's got the what's her face from uh, Stranger Things. Uh, which the one? The gal that works in the ice cream place with. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, good for her. I'm glad yeah. she's in this movie. She's very good. Yep. Like we know Andrew Garfield's good. Yeah. Like we already good. know that. I don't need to see another like. I'm being a character. We're like, okay, I see that. Like, yeah. I'm glad to see her for this opportunity because it looks. It, I will say this: it, this does look like one of those movies where everybody's like going for it, and Johnny mm-hmm. Knoxville's in it, and one of the Logan brothers. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well yeah. I think he's playing himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Jason so the, Schwartzman. Yes, Jason great. Schwartzman looks good. He he has a beard in it, so you know it's going to be a uh, you know a, it's going to be a serious, serious performance. <laughs> yeah, it's like Robin Williams. Every time he's got a beard, it's going to be a tender, touching movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Percy versus Goliath. Percy versus Goliath. Is this a Percy Jackson? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so this is a uh, this is another Oscar Beatty kind of movie, but it's oh, for Christopher Christ- Walken. Christopher Walken. Interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a based on a true story about this farmer guy who like basically tries to take on the entire Monsanto Corporation over like wow. a 
uh, over his like stolen. They they're claiming he stole their seeds to like make his farm. And oh, I heard about it's this just kind of a courtroom, yeah. you know, drama type movie. Gotcha. Um, See, the thing is, good. if this were starring Liam Neeson, he would be a <laughs> farmer that would uh, Monsanto would sue him, and then he'd basically just get a gun and be like, "Get off my land!" Like you're yeah. in our office building as he's just <laughs> shooting everybody. Yeah. No, this looks really good. It's like a dramedy type. It, it kind of reminds me of like. Um, Oh, but if it's Liam Neeson, he would also have to be a farmer, but also the most highly decorated, like, military yeah. <laughs> individual, like, in the history of the military. Yeah. It, yeah, it looks good. It looks I like, you special know. special forces for 85 years. Like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> How? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it looks like, a you know, uh, I like movies like this that are kind of yeah. like a, just a slice of Americana and just. Well, Canadian. Oh, is he Canadian. Canadian? oh, is he Canadian? It's Canadian farmer. So everybody's going to be real polite. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, oh, that looks me. good. Yeah. Oh, oh excuse me. Oh, excuse Sorry. Me. Uh, uh, another great. I'm down uh, for that. Another movie that looks good is Bloodthirsty. Have you heard about this? Bloodthirsty. I have heard about this one, but I want to make sure. Bloodthirsty. Kind of continuing the trend of the Invisible Man movie that came out last year of like it's like a relationship drama thriller set with like a oh, kind she's of a werewolf. Yeah, she's a werewolf. Uh, but that's it, basically it, the twist. Yeah, that's the twist <laughs> of the movie is like it's a relationship drama and it's about sort of this. I think it is like also a love triangle, too. But like, uh, it, yeah, the, the twist is she's slowly becoming a werewolf. Um, awesome. And it may or may not all be in her head. Uh, it's one of those Ooh, one of those types of fun. things, you know. See, I like those. I never saw Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. I need to, but the reason why I didn't was because the last trailer they came out with that I was like right before I was like, oh, I'll go see it. They had that shot of her in the attic and she dumps the paint and then it goes all over the guy. And I'm like, why did you just reveal the fact that it's actually a dude in a suit? Like you would have been so much more effective if I was able to go into this movie thinking, is it in her head? Is she crazy? Is she not? Like what's going on? It's like mm, why yeah. why why do you ruin movies <laughs> yeah. with the with that? That little thing, it doesn't enhance. It's not like, well, I wasn't going to go see it, but now I am. It's the exact opposite. I'm like, well, now I don't need to go see it. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, Which means that I'm going to have to avoid every every trailer for this movie other than the first one and then go see it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this looks – Michael Ironside is in it. Yes. It looks really good. I I think Bloodthirsty looks like a really good like reimagining of the werewolf genre. I think it looks great. Like it's more of a like – a you know it's more of an insidious thing that sets on rather than like an instant kind of like change thing i I think it looks really good for sure Uh, no i love it uh just real quick do you know michael ironside's top movies on imdb is top four no i don't (laughs) in this order starship troopers total recall (laughs) scanners and top gun yeah michael ironside's doing fine that'll do it (laughs) he's so he's so good in starship troopers so good at what he does and he always plays the same person in every movie but it's so well done you're just like yes the balding side time the balding asshole you know who's also like super creepy for some reason you're like i just met you and i don't want to be in a room alone with you i don't know why but like no thank you yeah you want to see something nope no i do not sir uh, okay, here is another very confounding, terrible-looking movie called Vanquish. <laughs> Have you heard of this? <laughs> Vanquish. No, but I'm about to. It stars Ruby Rose and Morgan Freeman. I'm already out. 
And Morgan I'm already Fre- out, but I'm tentatively might be back in, depending on what it's about. Morgan Freeman is like the villain of the movie. All right, and I'm back he- in. <laughs> and he's like, basically, he like kidnaps Ruby Rose's daughter because she has a certain set of skills from a, a past life of violence. And he's basically holding her daughter hostage and forcing Ruby Rose to like make drug deliveries or money deliveries or gun deliveries, whatever the paraphernalia is. And and I'm it, sorry, no. do you mean a mother, Victoria, is trying to put her dark past as a Russian drug courier behind her, but retired cop Damon forces Victoria to do his bidding by holding her daughter hostage? Uh, Morgan Freeman is uh, in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, this looks awesome. Oh, uh, it- <laughs> worst the absolute worst possible way. Like what? What is this movie and who is it for? <laughs> it's not for anybody. This movie's for this movie is for Ruby Rose because they're trying to force her on us. And like, don't get me wrong, she's fine, but I don't yeah. think she's like A-list level celebrity fun. Like, I love that they were like Ruby Rose. I was like, okay, like she used to be a model. I'm like, I can see that. I'm like, she's bisexual. I'm like, don't need to know. Don't need. Don't know why I need to know that. Like, cool, good for her. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm happy for her if she's happy and like healthy, but like, don't know why I need to know any of that. And they're like, she's cool. She'll be Batman. I'm like, I, I know, okay. <laughs> she yeah. knows sign. She's mute. No sign language in John Wick too. I'm like, why? <laughs> like all of her character choices for these things and the projects she picks. I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah. It, it, yeah. That movie just looks. Morgan Freeman has been doing a slew of bad movies. Like he keeps doing those, those Olympus has fallen movies and Does stuff. Does he owe someone money? <laughs> yeah. Like that's the only thing I can think of as to why he would like. Yeah, like he has to owe somebody something, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe he just loves it. May- like maybe. Maybe it's like Nicolas Cage. At yeah. this point, he's paid everything off, but now he's like doing it because he can't stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably want someone to do, stop him. Oh man! So do you have? So there's I'm two sorry. <laughs> Hold the phone. Uh huh. Oh, is this the, Patrick Muldoon is in this movie? I don't know who that is. Patrick Muldoon uh-huh. was Xander Barkalo in Starship Troopers. Oh, he's like the asshole guy. He's like the, the asshole <laughs> character. <laughs> Oh, That's good. Now my I, friend. Now I have to see it. <laughs> and now I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> That's where now we get I'm the turn. Back in. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. That so piece the- of information right there just made me very happy. <laughs> so the last two trailers that I have are big ones. We have the F9 trailer and we have yep. the Black Widow trailer. Are, is there anything else that you want to touch on before we get to those and um, we can just wrap up with those? I think we can just wrap up with those. Anything cool. that I could come up with would just be f- like all filler, no thriller. So okay, let's just uh, let's wrap up with that. We've got some GTA 6 Netflix news thing, but it's basically just like they might do something. And I'm like, OK, like it's all <laughs> projections. Most of the articles I wanted to talk to talk about or, you know, that I was going to bring up were all like theories about Marvel. And I'm like, none of you know anything. So just calm. <laughs> it's like slow your roll. Um, <laughs> right. You know, so it's all that kind of stuff. Uh, the Marvel Avengers I've had. I've had some news come down. The Marvel Avengers video game still keeps trying to be like, I'm a thing. And everybody's like, yeah, but uh, we don't care. We don't care. 
Yeah. You made me not care about an Avengers video game. Like, yeah. how dare you? Um, so, yeah, they're like, we have Hawkeye now. I'm like, okay, I don't care. I deleted <laughs> the game from my hard drive. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're, now you can go free roam. Like, you should have had that as a feature when you first came out, but you didn't. Yeah. So now you're losing money. Anyway, so that'd be all this the kind of stuff that I want to talk about. So let's talk about the two things. Let's finish with uh, the last two that you had. Okay. Uh, which one do you want to start with? You want to start with uh, – <laughs> Let's end with Fast Dine. Okay. So let's talk – Black Widow. Uh, you seen this new – the newest trailer? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. Here's my problem with, with – and it's not with Scarlett Johansson. It's the way they've handled Black Widow has so – has been so – misappropriated in my opinion mm-hmm. like in the comics she's this powerhouse assassin like all this stuff who also knows the appropriate response that you need to have like when you're fighting and you know to response to whatever threat level and they just i don't know they just don't do anything with her and i kind of yeah i'm kind of done like i was done with her i've been it, i'm actually on audio record on this podcast as being done with her character for a while <laughs> yeah um but i'm just kind of tired it just feels like it feels like the harrison ford thing like stop beating a dead horse yeah like, i let think it be done. the fact that dan Harmon's in it is the best thing about that movie to me mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. probably the sole reason i will go and watch it mm-hmm. i don't care that taskmaster master is in it mm-hmm. although i like taskmaster i feel like they're kind of burning him in this as a character as a villain, they're burning him in this uh, in this movie, or maybe they're going to use him later, and they're just using this to like intro his character, which would be mm-hmm. fine. But I just I don't know. I feel kind of like a little throwaway kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just Dan Harmon's in it, which makes me excited. Taskmaster would be cool to watch, but I just I don't know. I'm kind of just like let's just be done. Let's move on. You mm-hmm. know, with let's move on from Black Widow. Like she doesn't need to be a part of it. Um, we've got a lot of other like stronger lady character heroes like coming down the pipe, especially with the TV shows and the movies and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'd rather see their character, their sort of character journey than going back to her origins. Like, I don't need to know her origins. She was an abused Russian spy that was turned into a super assassin. Cool. That's mm-hmm. all I need to know. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just not my thing. What did you think? Yeah, I think it's a good trailer. Uh, I think uh, I think we saw a little bit more of Taskmaster, and I'm I'm pretty excited about what they're gonna do with that. He character. He looks good. I will yeah. say this for it: like everything in the movie looks good, per the Marvel deal. So yeah, uh, I also think there's a strong possibility that Taskmaster is not a guy, and it's either um, the um, Rachel Weisz character or even her mm-hmm. sister. Ooh, um, okay. I think it's possible. Um, be an interesting, like that'd be an interesting way to do it. I yeah, like I think. It, though. Yeah, I think that like there might be some Hydra, you know, brainwashing going on. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think the character of Black Widow has. Um, I think I think you touched on uh, I think an important thing. I think the character of Black Widow has not been given the opportunity to be a good character in the Marvel universe so far. Yeah. Because and I think the the biggest issue is the lack of women in the the MCU thus far. Um Bingo. and because of that, like in the comic books, Black Widow is free to just be Black Widow and be a character and like be who she is. But in in the movies Have you read any of the uh, Black Widow like individual runs? 
where she's no, just her solo stuff. They're really good, dude. I I'm sure it is. I recommend that you do. It's very good. It's why yeah. it, it's what makes me hate the uh, the movie Black Widow so much. Yeah. Like, because in the MCU, uh, because it's Hollywood, like she and she's like one of the only women in the Avengers sort of universe thus far. Um, she kind of just has to like a lot of her. She can't just be Black Widow. She also has to be also has to be like the woman of yeah, the group. The so like of the group. Yeah, yeah. So like so like she has to be the one that you know can calm the Hulk down, and she has to be the one that's like you know uh, Captain America's safe place, and like she has to carry all these hats, and she can't just be a badass assassin slash yeah. you know whatever. And I think that has done a disservice to her character. Um, because they haven't really given her a chance to show what makes that character interesting. Um, and so it, it is hard to get excited about a movie like this because it's like, well, we, I mean, we, we feel like we know everything there is to know about Black Widow. You know what I mean? Yeah. You pretty much figure it out yeah. in her intro scene in the Avengers. Right. Like you don't yeah. need anything beyond that. It's like, you can kind of just take, take mm. it for what it is. I don't know. Yeah, but um, oh uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 Marvel returning to you know cinematic movies again, so I'm excited to see it, and we'll see what uh what happens from it. Uh, but I do think it was a good trailer though, um, for what it what it's worth. Um, then let's shall we get into F nine? <laughs> <sighs> this trailer. Let's do it. This let's movie. Do it. Uh yeah, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you? How I do you feel? I didn't realize the trailer was coming out, and yeah. then I had the TV on at work last night, and I saw it on TV and went, "What?" And then immediately started watching it on my phone because I was like, "I have to know what's happening." Yeah. Um, what do you think about? Uh, what do you think about John Cena as the new sort of villain? Fine. Unquote? Whatever. Yeah. Like it at this point, it's like who who cares? Like it, yeah. it whatever they're gonna do, whatever they want to do, and it's gonna be. They figured out their formula at this point, so it's like, yeah, okay, John Cena is fine. Like he fits, he fits the whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he fits the project, he fits the. The one thing I will say I don't believe is that he's uh, Dom's baby brother. That is the most unbelievable thing about his entire <laughs> casting. Italian John Cena, yeah. <laughs> baby brother. I'm like, nope. That is not how that works. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Um, even going to look up their ages and see if they could be. I think Vin Diesel is like 10 years older than John Cena. Well, okay, so it could work. Yeah. All right. What did you think about it? So I – so the trailer is insane. Um, Oh, we'll get to the trailer. (laughs) um, But uh, I like like John Cena. I think think what they're doing is – I don't think I, I I don't think John Cena is going to be the the villain of this movie the whole time. I think oh, no, he's Charlize they're, Theron. Yeah, they're going to do yeah. what they did with The Rock. He'll be the villain for like the first three quarters, and then he'll and uh, and then he'll join the team because um, I think they are replacing The Rock with John Cena. Um, just because mm. I I don't think Vin Diesel uh, wants to work with The Rock anymore. I just don't think it's a good fit. Oh, is um, it because he's not a team player? <laughs> yeah. Uh he, yes. He left the family. Okay. Yeah. You know this I, I, is a movie franchise, right? Ben? Right. 
Yeah, I think we have a, you know, we have the, I think we've now seen a split. I think we now have the Hobbs and Shaw universe and we have the Fast universe. And I think. Great. Yeah. Yeah, fine. I'll take double Fast and Furious action. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think John Cena will. And I think he'll be a good addition to the team um, because he, I think he is, he's definitely not as big a star as The Rock. And, and I don't think on screen he commands as much no. of the screen as the rock does and that's no that's no slight to john cena uh um, oh, no not at all i love john cena <laughs> as if I he's love listening john cena in yeah right john yeah. cena john we love you yeah johnny that's what we call him yeah call him. um but no honestly i i agree with you he doesn't have like he's not going to have that kind of presence to it so he fits yeah. more on the same level as everybody else than yeah than the rock um but yeah, I, I think John Cena's great. I think he's going to be perfect. I think he's exactly – is this the last one they're doing or is this one of those like it's the quote last one they're doing and then they'll always – every couple of years they'll be like, we're making another one. I don't think they're ever going to stop making these movies until – I don't think they – I don't think they'll ever stop making these movies honestly. Do you think the uh, stars' kids will be under contract to uh, then become the new stars of the Fast and the Furious? <laughs> That's creating a closed-looped uh, – dynasty system for these for these probably films. <laughs> yeah i think i think the so if if i can project for a second into the future of what i think Please. the fast and the furious franchise is going to be speculate wildly <laughs> yeah so i think that um i think the villain of this i think they may <laughs> i i would not put it past this franchise to bring every villain they've ever had that's still alive and even ones that might be dead over to the good side like i could i could potentially see uh charlie's theron joining the team i could see luke evans coming back and joining the team like and if if not for an entire movie at least for part of a movie because i could imagine um I feel like the next movie after this is going to be the new fast, the new fast team, including John Cena, probably a Luke Evans or a like or a Charlize Theron, like one of those two as like a good guy. Now you forget that Helen Mirren's in the mix too. Helen Mirren's in the mix. Uh, She'll I think she'll continue to be around as like a good guy. Um, Actually, I don't know if Charlize Theron will be a good guy because she she did kill. She killed Dom's girlfriend right or like baby mama or something like that in the last baby, one baby mama maybe i don't know I'm yeah a few she behind shot her right now yeah i think she sh- yeah she killed dom's dom found out that he was that he had a child with some girl and then uh charlize theron killed her so i don't know if that's redeemable in this universe but anyway i think i think yeah it's it's a big possibility possibility that luke evans comes back in this movie um because we have han back somehow uh, <laughs> yeah, that too. I was like, I was happy to see him, but I was also like, wait, what? Like, how is Han back? <laughs> That's what I love um, about these movies. It's like a soap opera. Yeah, it is. Someone's dead, but they're not. They come back with an eye patch. That's exactly what it is. It's a soap opera, you know, with a with a two hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, um, it's a soap opera, the two hundred million dollar budget, and a focus on action as opposed to drama. Yeah, it fully is a soap opera. That's why yeah. I love these movies. It's like the family. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. So I could see so I think the next movie will be the 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 mega team basically against some some villain and it will probably include a space fight scene. Um I was going to ask Well cuz they might be going to space in That's this the movie. That's the thing though, right? Yeah. 
That it's crazy. Like there's a I've legit rocket car at specific <laughs> thing for 24 hours, and <laughs> I haven't been able to just like say to him, just like. <laughs> there's a legit rocket ship at the end of this trailer, and Guys, I'm like, there's a oh rocket ship in the trailer that has a car steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. It's made out of a car. Like what? Yeah. What is the insane? Well, you know that the writers on record is saying like the per- the interviewer made a joke like, oh, would you take him to space? He's like, if I can make it happen, yeah. Yeah. Like he's on record for saying that he'll basically <laughs> make them do like drifting on the moon. And I'm like, ah, yes. Like let's just do it. Let's get to that level of insanity. Yep. So oh, man. I, I The minute think... I saw the rocket, I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. So what I think, yeah. So I think what they're going to do for the the 10th movie is some kind of either super team up movie Mm -hmm. or, or I could, I could see it being a thing where, um, the, the new team, like, so the new team, including like, you know, Helen Mirren and, and Charlize Theron or not Charlize Theron, but like a Luke Evans or something like that. And Mm -hmm. Han and everybody's back. I could see, um, some new villain, um, like kidnapping them or like mm-hmm. killing them or doing something to where uh, Dom has to teach a new generation of like hotshot young extreme kids like how so to do what, what they he tried does. To do in uh, Bad Boys for Life with Vanessa it, Hudgens and and all those guys. Exactly. Like I could see a movie where Dom is now playing like Vin Diesel is now playing like the mentor role where he has to like recruit a new team of like kids that, you know, and they, you know, they they make him feel old and like, you know, all the all the usual trappings of that type of movie. I could yeah. see that happening. And then maybe so maybe they kidnap his his regular team like Ludacris and all of them and then it's like imagine Vin Diesel, John Cena, and Luke Evans, like, and Helen Mirren, like, having to teach, like, a group of, you know, hotshot kids, like, you know, <laughs> how to be superheroes, essentially. Um, Just real quick, uh, somebody that's in this movie, Cardi B is in this movie. <laughs> is she? She has an IMDb credit. Yep. She's not listed as a character, so who knows? Maybe she's the surprise villain. Yeah, it's probably a cameo like DJ Khaled was in Bad Boys for Life. Of course, but it yeah. also could be one of those things where the cult movie could take a giant left turn in favor of um, conservative moms everywhere. And instead <laughs> of fighting fighting her, uh, Cardi B because, uh, because of their racing, they're fighting her because she put out WAP. Yes, yes. Uh, they, they're fighting against her agenda to poison the youth. <laughs> poison the minds of the youth. That's yeah. one funny thing about my kids shouldn't have to listen to this. Great. They don't have to. Just be a parent and don't let them listen to it. It's yeah. not hard. <laughs> yeah. You can avoid It's very avoidable if you just try. Yep. So, um, yeah. yeah, dude, this, this movie looks absolutely out of control. Yeah, it and looks I know nice. I say that about every Fast and the Furious movie, but this one truly looks like they didn't even know what the concept of breaks were. Yeah, they were just I, like, let's just do it all. I will say, um, the last the last movie I didn't really like. It felt was it was kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, um, this movie looks pretty good. Um, in oh, terms yeah. of what Fantastic or Fantastic Four, uh, in terms <laughs> of what Fast like the Fast and the Furious universe is supposed to do at this point this movie looks like it is quote-unquote firing on all cylinders like and then some yeah the magnet chase scene looks insane what 
Yeah. What that, is that? That looks. What is that? Do you have a science person that knows about magnets that we could talk to? Because I would very much like to just sew them that little section and just have a conversation about that. I like that this this franchise is basically like essentially what they do for every movie. They're like, okay, we need a big centerpiece set piece. Yeah. And we need to figure out how to make cars cooler. And each each movie they try to take basically an element of real quote unquote science and then just do whatever they want with that science. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're gonna use science in the loosest terms yeah, possible. Yeah, exactly. Um magnets are cool. What if magnets what if you could weaponize Giant magnets yeah magnets yeah. used as weapons that'll yeah. drag a car through a building creating massive structural damage but not harm the car to the point where it won't be able to drive also i love hmm. there's a shot where they like have the magnets on as they're going down the street and it's like pulling all the metal stuff out of buildings and like they go out of their way to show you a shot of like a building full of people and all of the debris is flying by and no one is hit <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's like all right it's like we know if this were happening in real life thousands of people would be dead just, but just cut to ribbons <laughs> yeah but in the trailer they're like oh and there's like filing cabinets flying by and no one's getting hit i just i like Jeez. that like i i don't know like i just like that they've leaned all the way into it like they they don't oh, they're not yeah. like pretentiously pretending like this is all so important they're just like no we're gonna make a fun movie and with magnets and shit you know (laughs) if you don't like it don't watch it yeah exactly (laughs) that is the that franchise is very much the quintessential like definition of a popcorn shoveler oh like you just go in suck down a giant suck down the soda the size of a child and eat just like and just shovel popcorn in your face until yeah. you feel sick because it's just like that's exactly <laughs> what those movies are for. Yeah. And and, and I I, for me, I can watch these. The thing I like about Fast and the Furious as a franchise is I can watch it guilt free because oh. it's an original concept, even though they're making yes. sequels after sequel. It's original IP. They're not. It's not Disney remaking everything from the 90s yeah. over and over again. It's, it's like, like what we were talking about with Indiana Jones. They're not squeezing every yeah. drop that they can because they've created something new. And so they decide where mm-hmm. it goes and they decide what it is. It's not like them trying to retrofit something from the past into sensibilities right. of today that doesn't quite work. Look at us doing a completely, you know, little callback <laughs> wrap up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I, I do. There is a certain element of freedom. Mm-hmm. When I watch these films that I just don't have with a lot of other stuff. Yeah. With Marvel, I'm constantly, okay, well, what does that mean? And who's that? And how many people are going to like hit me up on the internet about this? And like, how am I going to answer their questions? And like all that stuff. And I just go with the Fast and Furious movies. I'm like, I know nobody's going to ask me about this. And I know (laughs) I don't have to do any research. And you know what? That's great. I just get to sit down and watch this fever dream just like – execute on screen like yeah. it's just oh i look at these movies it's funny that john cena and the rock have both been in these movies because i if there's anything i can relate fast and the furious to it's pro wrestling it's it's, yes. it's something that you watch knowing you you never take it too seriously because there's an element of it that can never be taken too seriously because uh-huh. we know it, with wrestling it's because you know it's not real combat and with these yeah. movies it's like you know this isn't like you know they're not trying to make you know Citizen Kane 
Like they're not right. trying to make a Christopher Nolan movie. They're trying to make what they're making. And so I look at these movies so differently from other movies that I watch. Like, yes, it's just, it's they just get a pass. Yeah. And, and it's not do. just, they get a, it's kind of like they have their own rubric. Cause I still do judge yeah. the movies, but it's more so on like its own rubric that it sets up. You know what I mean? So I watch it and I'm like, does Vin Diesel look in shape in this one? Like how convincing, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. The questions that you have and criticisms you have for this movie are wildly different than most other movies that you watch. And I agree with you. Yeah. There's that element of just like, huh, guess we did, like you're saying, like for uh, what was one of the most re- more recent ones? I was like, I was like, uh, oh, guess we didn't have time to hit the gym before we uh, started filming, eh, Vin? Yeah, that was Which, like. Don't get me wrong, whatever. <laughs> I like dad bod power man Vin Diesel. Like, it's great. I Did don't you feel see? so like – I feel – when I watch Vin Diesel as joked as as big as he is, I don't feel like I need to compete because I'm like – I'm a skinny guy. So I'm just like, oh, I don't need to have a flat washboard out. Like, I watched, I watched Chris Evans in, in like the Marvel movies and I'm just like, screw you, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, like, don't do that. God, God, I can't stay – like, any of the Marvel guys, I'm just – Robert Downey Jr. is the only body type that I could possibly attain in the MCU and I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. But, but like – I look at those others and I'm like, I feel like I should be doing more. I feel like I should be hitting the gym. Like I always leave with like workout goals when I like finish watching Marvel movies. I'm like, I got to get back into it. But I like the fact that Vin Diesel's just like, screw it. I'm going to show up however they get me. Throw me in a um, in a Spanx uh, white tank top, put some <laughs> jeans on me and let's go. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's great. It's refreshing. It's just like, ah, oh, there isn't, like you're saying, there isn't the pressure there that like other movies like create where I'm like, I have to analyze this. It's just like, no, I don't. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I'm just going like, to have a smile on my face the entire time. Like, I just cannot <laughs> wait to watch that movie. Like, you have I'm no so idea. excited. <laughs> Why is there a rocket car? <laughs> like, dude. Oh man! Like I, I'm the so excited. The scene is gonna be me just laughing the entire time. I think, yeah, I, I, I kind of want them to just go nuts with this franchise. Like, oh, I want them to totally. introduce time travel. Like, do it oh. all. Do it all. If we could get a Fast and Furious movie with time travel. Oh. Or cloning could be interesting. Cloning would definitely fit in there. If you do time travel, you know what they're going to have to do, though, right? What's that? It would be uh, it'd be something like Fast and the Furious, like Lost in Time, The Search for Paul Walker. Oh, I know. That would be insane. <laughs> like, what if you, like, like, you could do, you know, you could have, like, uh, you could, if you did cloning or even with time travel, you could do Vin Diesel versus young Vin Diesel. Like, mm-hmm. Vin Diesel from, like, the pitch black era, like, the, yeah. like, the era of, like, you know, when he did, like, the first Riddick, the pitch black movie where he was, like, slim oh, and, like, young. <laughs> bro, I'm yeah. very familiar with yeah. pitch black. <laughs> yeah, do that. Uh, do that. I think that would, exactly. that would be very cool. Oh, um, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> just just go nuts with it, man. Just like, like at this point, there are no rules. Yeah, so just go insane. Do whatever you want. Interdimensional travel, like yeah. whatever. Start the Fast and Furious multiverse. Like I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. I'll still go. I'm still gonna buy a ticket. My butt's gonna be in the seat. I'm gonna watch it. Yep. You get my money no matter what. Yeah. Oh man, 
Uh, like, yeah, the rockets got me the the magnet. I was like, oh, that's pretty typical of a Fast and Furious, like, you know, franchise move, you know? I was like, but yeah. the rocket car coming off of the back of the plane made me just go, I think I texted you. I was like, are we going to space? <laughs> oh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Oh, man. Oh, man. Something to look forward to for sure. Yes. Well, I think I think that'll do it for today. We're, we're yeah. just at like two hours. Perfect. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's sign off. Derek, where can people find you online? You can find me at Cinephile84 on Instagram and at Derek underscore Nickel on Twitter. That's at, at D-E-R-E-K underscore N-I-C-K-E-L. And my Instagram is C-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-E-8-4. Cool. You can find me at uh, Asan the DJ across social media. That's at A H S O H N the DJ. You can find uh, episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular on social media and at weeklyregular.com. Derek, thanks again for joining me to talk about so much entertainment goings on. Well, it's nice to see the industry's kind of waking up, waking up again because we've been sitting here for the last year and a half without a lot of, yeah. without a lot of feedback, you know. So. I'm so ready to get back in movie theaters. Oh, me too. Me too. All right, man. Well, I will talk to you soon, and we will see y'all next week.